And uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome for tuning in. We are, yes, VIC Fellowship. VIC, in case you are new to the show today, stands for Vaccine Information Coalition, VIC. Yes, you are listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to and commercial free and truth radio in the world. I am uh, Dr. Truot, Dr. A. Truot. I'm filling in today for Renee. The title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? Yes, indeed, What in the Cell is Going On? We are live here every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which can be accessed live on pnnprn.fm or later on the front page of our backinfo.org website. Renee is uh, not with us today. She's traveling in her wellness on wheels, her wow. She was trying to get to a hot spot where she can have uninterrupted uh, access, but that didn't happen. And uh, she called me in an emergency setting and said, Dr. True, can you do it? I said, absolutely. I do it all the time. I've been a radio host myself for over 25 years. The good thing is I don't have to push the switchboard. I don't have to push the control knobs. We have uh, some great people doing that for us. Thank you, behind the scenes, everybody involved in PRN. Oh, golly, ladies and gentlemen, there was so much to talk about today. I'm concerned in a personal way this morning for my good friend I've known for, golly, 20 years. I won't give you his full first and last name. This is his first name. His name is Calvin. Calvin is uh, a Marine, let me just say, a United States Marine, once a Marine, always a Marine. And Calvin is uh, a unique individual who loves his country, loves it in a very, very important way. He serves in a municipality position as kind of a mayor of a small town. From the very beginning of this episode called the pandemic, which I call the planned-demic Calvin has been asking me my opinion in a very, shall we say, unbiased way. He's trying to make a decision based on information, not just rhetoric, not just fear-based. And he had some great questions. And I, from the very beginning, told my friend Calvin, listen, the media, from my viewpoint, the mainstream media has not been forthright in so many areas. I know for a fact they're a manipulation arm. So don't believe what you may hear on the TV news, the CNN or CBS or any other alphabet soup. Just do your own thinking. The official reports coming out of the World Health Organization is that, first of all, if this thing is real, which is a debate in and of itself, but let's say assume it is real, it's no more toxic or deadly than a case of the common cold. So why, why is there such a problem? Why are people afraid of it? Because you see, they're pulling the fear strings. They're pulling the fear, fear, fear card. Oh, it's 1918 all over again, 1918, 1919. Oh my goodness, we've got a real problem on our hands. There's going to be millions and millions of deaths in America because of this dangerous mutating highly transmissible virus, you see. I said, Calvin, you're a Marine. 
Okay, you're a tactical Marine. Calvin served with this distinction, Operation Desert Storm. Remember that? You know, to free the world of Saddam Hussein's crazy forces that invaded Kuwait and set fire, right, to the oil fields. Calvin was a very, very important part of the supply chain of that. Calvin, you see, was one of many, many, many guinea pigs that was given experimental vaccines many of whom he saw crippled with debilitating heart and lung issues and death, premature death, cancers, et cetera, et cetera. Remember that? The anthrax scare. Saddam Hussein can unleash this deadly anthrax, so we've got to make sure we can test our servicemen and women for vaccines. And so, golly, the experimental vaccine that Calvin had given was devastating to his health as well, believe me. I first met him 20 years ago. An Army nurse by the name of Joyce Riley dedicated her retirement. She she left the the Army and began to wave the flag for our servicemen and women who were chronically ill and sick from all these vaccines. Joyce Riley did a fantastic job. She's no longer with us. She has succumbed to cancer herself. Those of you that may know Joyce Riley's work at uh, Genesis Communication Network, her power hour reached and, and, and was a favorite of so many of our men and women who used to serve this country in the armed forces. Calvin, you see, was, was one of those men who was suffering total disability. And I get, got to know him with my naturopathic work I said the same thing that April Renee, her late husband, Gary Tunsky, hey, listen, Calvin, you can heal if you can detoxify the cells and if you can get the cells what it really needs, and that's basically minerals and pure water. Because, see, that's all we are. We are minerals and water. We're mud, if you will, with faces and our brains are water. Our cell terrain is water. And injecting experimental toxins can give you a ton of nasty symptoms. And, yeah, it can even kill you. But luckily, you know, if you're willing to try what I have, then to, to detox through a special process. And I've got machines that oxygenate the blood. I can tell you what that's key to what's happening here. Calvin is not only still with us, but is has broken the mold, you see. Imagine the perplexity of, he lives in, in northern Idaho. He goes to the VA hospital quite regularly because he had to. He has, has his car condition. Is, he really defied the odds. They told him he would be dead many years ago. He's still doing very well. Works hard, even though he's officially disabled. He's not in a wheelchair, and he's not in a convalescent bed with IV tubes sticking in him. He's functional. Calvin, you know, he's he's a great friend because he supports what I do. He's seen it work for him. And his sweet sweetheart, his bride, her name is Don. Don 
has her own health challenges over the years. And yeah, in a small way, the principles I shared with Calvin worked just well with Don. And so he's definitely leaning towards the, what I like to call the complementary arm of medicine, which is basically nutritional concepts. Hey, yes, the terrain is everything. As Antoine Beauchamp proved, not the germ theory of the big pharmaceutical allopathic Rockefeller Foundation, okay, and the incredible death by medicine. Thank you, Dr. Gary Noll, for all the work you've done in exposing death by medicine. Fantastic work. I, I give you kudos and tip my hat to you for all of that. It's absolutely important information that never, never, ever grows old. Because in this time of, of confusion, of pandemonium, panic, which is the root of pandemic, pan is uncontrollable, unrational, irrational fear, overreaction because of irrational fear, F-E-A-R, fear, F-E-A-R, it's an acronym, false expectations appearing real. That's what fear is to me, folks. Hey, Gully, you know what? If you have sound understanding, if you have sound wisdom based on sound truth, false expectations no longer appear real. They go bye-bye. No need to fear, fear this thing. No need to wear a silly little cloth mask that has absolutely nothing to do with anything except restricting your own oxygen flow to your cells. Yes, yes, yes. That's all that it does. But people are fear-based because you say they believe what the talking heads, the model, computer model purveyors tell you every in and out, every night, TV, radio shows, mainstream media, newspapers, periodical magazines, all the same thing, all on board. Oh, my goodness, this is terrible. We're all going to get sick and die unless we flatten the curve and take evasive actions. We've got to quarantine ourselves. Even though we're healthy, we quarantine away. We don't need to go out and communicate. We have to have social distancing. We have to have six feet. Or we're going to be six feet under. Unbelievable. Because, you see, that's the same exact page of the playbook that came out of 1918. Vaccine-induced pandemic. Yeah, 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 folks, you heard me, you heard me right. 1918, you see 68-plus million Americans received the Rockefeller Foundation's, Jandy Rockefeller's miraculous typhus fever vaccine, and they were sold the bill of goods. Oh, our great boys and support team, our women nurses are all coming home from the trenches of France, and the great war is over. Dumb, play this, play the Philip Sousa marches, because, man, they're all coming home to a neighborhood and city near you. And you owe it to these loved ones coming home to protect yourself from the terrible killer typhus fever. You see, the reality is typhus fever in the trenches of France and Belgium, you see, they destroyed 
they killed more people than mustard gas, than nerve gas, than bullets or grenades or machine guns. Typhus fever killed a lot of servicemen on both sides. It was the killer to be feared, really, in the terrible rat-infested conditions of trench warfare. So, oh my goodness, medical science, we have got it fixed. We've got a vaccine. Protect yourself from this terrible scourge of typhus fever that's coming. So, oh my goodness, 68 million doses. And that's exactly how many people got sick. Isn't that an interesting coincidence? Patricia McBean, write this name down. If you haven't heard of her before, Patricia Muck, M-C-Bean, B-E-A-N, Patricia McBean, in 1959, the year I was born, ladies and gentlemen, gives you the hint of how old I am, right? 1959, she wrote a book called The Poisoned Needle, The Poisoned Needle. A miracle of the internet, you can still get a copy of that, and, and I suggest you read it. Dr. McBean in 1959 in a poison needle documents the research of her father, a medical doctor at the time, and she was a young girl assisting him as he made his rounds to those that became ill with the pandemic sickness. It caused unprecedented death, not only in America, but, yes, worldwide. You see, Mr. Rockefeller was an equal opportunity poisoner. He gave his vaccine to his allies and even to the Germans. Yeah, doesn't matter. Kaiser, uh, you guys need this too. It's humanitarian. Spain, you need this too. It's a vaccine. Get it. Shoot it up. Folks, you don't hear this in the mainstream media. And you won't hear it. Because that's the big secret of the controllers that control the mainstream media. They're not going to want you to understand that only those people receiving the vaccine were the ones that got sick and died. Only those. Dr. McBean documents this in her book, The Poisoned Needle. You've got to read it, folks. The Poisoned Needle, published in 1959. People like Dr. McBean are few and far between these days because, you know, in this age of social media, if you want to tell the truth and tell the actual history and going against big money, I mean the biggest money in this entire world, good luck with that. You know, it's like it's like David going up against the giant Goliath and he doesn't even have stones to throw. But you know, God gives you a way to do things. This little radio station can reach Tens of thousands, and that tens of thousands can share with other tens of thousands. Before long, you know, you might have a wave happening. We need to have a wave, folks. We need grass roots. The waves of grain need to start waving. And we need to start it right now because this Labor Day is when you're going to start seeing the vaccines rolling out. And, you know, this is the story of my friend Calvin. This is why I introduced him in the front. We asked, I asked him last week to actually be a, a, a guest on the show today. I worry about Calvin. I cannot get a hold of him. He is not answering texts, emails, anything for over 10 days. I only can only pray that he's okay, because here's what he told me. He was called in. You see, they're constantly threatening his disability pension 
for its vaccine-induced disability, is BID, as I call it. He was concerned because, you see, the VA hospital in Spokane called him in and said, you must come in. It's really important that you have some life-threatening things i got to talk to you about. Oh, well, who's not going to do that? There's a, a ticking time bomb, basically, I need to tell you about. So as he said, the, the doctor in charge pulled his, pulled his charts out and said, based on your history, soldier, you are extremely high-risk category for this mutating virus. But have no fear, Marine, Mr. Calvin. Have no fear. We have a vaccine for you. Yes, yes, we have it right here. So roll up your sleeve and let me give it to you because you are so lucky. Take the vaccine, soldier. Calvin proceeded to say, no, I don't think so. And that started out a chain reaction that caused some real problems. The doctor went and got some colleagues to come in and and tell him that if he doesn't, he'll probably die. He'll probably die soon. And he owes it to his family, owes it to his service men and women, owes it to other Americans. You see, that, that, wait, 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 time out. That's the, that's the whole vaccine gobbledygook story. Oh, protect other people. Go get your vaccine. Protect others. Oh, we don't want these unvaccinated kids in our schools, for heaven's sakes. No, you're putting my kid that had the MMR measles, mumps, rubella, they're putting them at risk because you're not taking investing it. It's in, explain to me how that works. The logic to me in escape is just, it just misses me. And I'm six foot seven. Man, I, I, I can't even duck to miss this logic. It's just way over my head. How is it that a vaccine that's supposed to give blanket protection, if a kid does not have a vaccine and he's the one at risk, he or she is at risk, not the kid that has the protection, right? It's the same rhetoric with these stupid masks. Oh, mask up to protect other people. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's not going to protect you. It's protecting other people from you. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, you're, you're, you can spread droplets and this and that and, and affect other people. But how can I spread droplets if I have a mask, if I'm not wearing a mask? If I'm spreading droplets, they have a mask. They're protected from me. We don't want to hear that. I heard it on the 6 o'clock news. So it's got to be right. This is the same thing they told McCalvin, my friend. Oh, you got to take this because if you don't, you're such a high risk. You're going to be putting other people at risk. So get this vaccine. We order you. 45 minutes elapsed. Calvin basically said, get out of here. I am not taking it. It almost became like a little kid. I was going to force you to take it. We're going to sit down and shoot it up anyway. No, he wouldn't do it. And then came the kicker that they 
that God caused him to call me. And what I wanted him to tell you in his own words on this radio show today. Calvin, why are you listening to nutcases like your so-called psycho crackpot friend, Dr. Truott? Calvin said, excuse me? How do you know I have been talking to Dr. Truott about such things as vaccination? Oops. Folks, you don't think this is an info war. You're sadly mistaken. They, they, the powers that be that are doing this nonsense, know exactly who they are not controlling through their propaganda and mind control. They know the people were wide awake and were trying to spread the message. Boy, that, that sends shivers down my spine. The U.S. military is fully aware of Dr. Truott and his nonsensical ramblings to his friends. How does he know? Well, maybe it's because that Calvin's son, after his own stint as a U.S. Marine, was recruited and works, as far as I know, in pretty high levels with the NSA. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the brave new world of social tracking. You see, that's what's really this is all about. I really feel feel sad, saddened. Uh, my heart's breaking for the many Calvins, the hundreds of thousands of Calvins out there. You see that are being the first guinea pigs, just like they were in operations before. You see, you don't have a choice as a GI, general issue. You take orders or people die, right? As a few good men said, as Colonel Jessup said, you either obey the rules or people die. Are we clear? How many VA hospitals are shooting this untested, untried, highly toxic vaccine into people's blood. Is that a fair question? That's the breaking news today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I highly suspect this is not isolated, that the vaccine is going out, first of all, as an experimental basis to our servicemen and women, retired servicemen. You see, in the general rule of thumb, these are the people that they, they, the shadow government, I call them the deep state, I don't care what you call them. This is not conspiracy theory, folks, it's conspiracy fact. They target the veterans, you see, because they fear the veterans. They're military trained. They know how to fire and operate weaponry. And they do love this country for the most part. There are some that maybe have some, some wild ideas, you know, that uh, it's okay to bomb certain installations. and that There are those, but they're not the general norm. 
I concur completely with Army nurse Joyce Riley when she said the the cream of Americana is our veterans. They should be taken care of. They should be honored. They shouldn't be used as experimental guinea pigs for anything. Thank you, Joyce Riley. Yeah, I concur completely. So, folks, if you think um, it's still waiting, the vaccine is, is now. It's happening. Listen to Belinda, Melinda Gates back a few months ago. Well, who should get the first doses of the vaccine? Well, we definitely want to make it available to our people of color. You know, those are people who have been hit hardest. And, of course, the indigenous people, the American Indians. Oh, yeah, 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 Michael. They've been hit harder than anybody else. So we've got to get this vaccine out to them first. And only then, after we give it to Black Lives Matter folks, you know, golly, and the indigenous tribes will give it to the first responders, our brave nurses, our brave frontline emergency room doctors. Oh, let's wave the flag and give them honor above all else, because they are heroes. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. They did, they're doing their job of getting paid for it, and it's really not that much different than last year's influenza season. Not, oh, Dr. Ott, you, you mean you're not going to go with Oprah Winfrey and Ellen DeGeneres and, and just honor these, these selfless nurses and doctors? Yeah, 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 I'm doing exactly that. Folks, let me shift gears a little bit and show you what's just, what is just now happening. I sent to April Renee, and that's what I wanted to talk about on the show, and I'm not sure. I'm sure she, she'll probably post this link on the Vaccine Information Coalition website, VIC website. This is a, a, a real jaw-dropper, I mean, to even the most ardent skeptic of what we're talking about here. Because, you know, the Centers for Disease Creation, as I call them, will tell you the truth if you just dig deep enough and just don't take the word for what's been told you. You see, they just posted statistics as of August 22nd. That is a game changer. Okay, for you know, first of all, it's really quite genius. You pay health departments and you pay the states through the governor's offices. Oh, first of all, declare a health emergency, a federal emergency, and here's a pork trough <laughs> of all of these funds to spend any way you want to. Oh, cause, oh, my goodness, yeah, we'll pay you handsomely because it's a federal emergency. Don't you dare declare there's no emergency or you'll be sorry because there'll be so many dead people stacked up. First, first thing, here's your, here's your pork barrel money for declaring a health emergency. Thank you. Then for every positive test, which is, again, done by polymerase chain reaction, a.k.a. PCR testing, they get at least $100,000 per individual. Some states, 
get even more. As much as two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars per positive test. <clears throat> Do you see the issue here, folks? This is not objective any longer. We've got to get a whole lot more people tested. Oh, yes, we do. We've got to get get a little sniffle. You think you may have seasonal allergies? No, no, no. Go get tested. You've got to be, part, you've got to be proactive. Swab your nose, swab your throat, and we'll have your results soon. Folks, here in Utah, oh, my goodness. There's a, I mean, they pioneered through Ancestry.com. The LDS Mormon church here just loves checking everybody's DNA to go do their Mormon temple work for those dead ancestors. So, man, there's been a real thrust of people, oh, oh check, out, check out our roots, man. <clears throat> Send out for a nominal fee, you get a, a detailed history of who your ancestors are on both sides of your DNA genome. But all you have to do is send us back this swab of your nose and your throat. I'll make sure you do it correctly. Follow instructions. Stick that swab way up your nose. Get it up there. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> get it in the back of your throat. Give us a swab. Make sure it's, it's posted in the enclosure and send it in and we'll test your DNA. Never mind. What happens to it is going to be in a, in a massive database file, and we'll share this with our government folks, our good folks at the NSA Data Collection Center in Utah, but that's okay. We're all good guys. Now, you see the same thing is happening. There's no blood test. There's no analysis of your stool. There's no analysis of your urine. Your blood is the gold standard of any virus. You know, <clears throat> you have some symptoms that are indicative of, like, HIV. You know, you have, um, you have some, some funky sex or you have some uh, uh, recreational drug use with some guys that share needles and you're not feeling too hot. Oh, my gosh, yeah, well. Do you go into the doctor and, and have them do a swab of your throat and your nose to check your DNA? Heavens no. They take a blood test. It's called a gold standard. You can't test positive HIV from a silly little PCR test. Ditto with the scourge of the summer months in August, especially here in Utah. West Nile virus, that little crazy thing that certain mosquitoes carry it. Every year they have in our swampland here in Utah, a lot of low-lying swamps. Along the, around the Great Salt Lake, okay, there's, there's a lot of mosquito hordes, and so they have mosquito abatement programs, and they come and they, they randomly test mosquitoes, and they say, oh, my goodness, there's a higher percentage this year, last year, for West Nile virus carriers. If you get bit by a mosquito, oh, my gosh, and you have symptoms, go get tested. You know, that's not happening this year. You get that, folks? They're still doing the mosquito abatement program, but... Oh, you have symptoms. You got. You don't have to worry about West Nile virus. You're going to be tested for coronavirus. You're going to get a PCR test. Oh yeah. Last year in Utah, and last August, there was 80, 80 something, uh, eighty-nine confirmed cases through blood work. 
of confirmed West Nile virus cases. Zero deaths, zero fatalities, but West Nile virus was, was shown by blood work. And today, nobody's talking about West Nile virus because nobody's testing it in the blood. They're going to go in, oh, either positive or negative for a PCR test. If you're negative, hallelujah, pass the champagne. You're okay. Oh, you're sick? Well, uh, got something else going on. Don't worry about it. You're not going to be a problem. Go home. Be happy. You see the issue, folks? And that brings me to the CDC, back to the CDC pages. 100... As of this report in in, um, August 22nd, just over a a week ago, the CDC admitted that 94%, yes, you heard that right, 94% of all of the statistical deaths in the United States from COVID-19, 94% were really in reality due to at least three other what they call comorbidity factors. That only 6% of the deaths, or 9,000-some-odd people, folks, had died solely from COVID-19. Now, that's assuming there is even a COVID-19 in the blood, because you know what? They haven't been able to isolate it. There's no blood work to show that it is real. For all they know, it could all be just simply a seasonal virus called exosomes that happens every year, depending on people's stress levels and particular reactions to such things as smoke, dust, and pollen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that can make you have exosomes slash coronaviruses produced in your body. And if you have no comorbidity factors, hey, maybe, just maybe, you have 5G millimeter microwaves affecting your sweat glands and pulsing into your blood and causing some reactions with your seasonal influenza vaccine that you took last year. Because remember this, the seasonal influenza vaccine could be a trivalent, which is three strains, or a, a single valent, of the Walmart and Walgreen variety that's kind of free to everybody, or if you're in the nursing homes, folks, and a very high-risk nursing home, you've got comorbidity factors such as, oh, my gosh, yeah, heart disease? Oh, my gosh, yeah, uh, renal failure? Uh, other comorbidity factors of, oh, well, you know, you've had chemo radiation for a cancer. Oh, my goodness. These are the comorbidity factors we're talking about, folks. You better have a quadrivalent protective vaccine, you see, and get it shot up. And, oh, heavens, this is so wonderful. You're in the most modern New York City or other convalescent home or nursing skilled nursing facility. We've, we've got the fastest internet down Internet downloads, you can ever want. We've got 5G rolling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're most modern. Folks, there's a definite correlation, whether it's the Princess Cruise Line. Remember that? Remember that little story, folks? If you've forgotten that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rolled out the first cruise line 
to have 5G installed. Just a little simple note the mainstream media doesn't want to tell you about, you see. Because 5G is big business. Just ask Elon Musk. And his tens of thousands of deployed satellites beaming this nonsense into a carrier. And this, this is different than 4G, fourth generation, folks. This is different. This is satellite imagery that's beaming a microwave onto the Earth. A microwave. 60 gigahertz microwave. Dr. Catherine Horton, particle physicist, tried to warn us back in 2018. Oh, my goodness, she said. She had, go check her videos out. Dr. Catherine Horton, particle physicist, Oxford University trained particle physicist, says, you know, wait a minute, we know that when you radiate 60 gigahertz millimeter waves, the army has experimented with this. Yeah, again, there's a guinea pig army again, right? They know through the active denial systems called ADS what happens when a millimeter wave is, is hit. The skin receives it through the sweat glands. The sweat glands conducted into the blood. And, you know, it can have some nasty things happening with toxicity at the cellular level. Ah, when you have toxicity at the cellular level, as I told my, my marine friend Calvin 20 years ago, you have toxicity, and toxicity always goes into symptomology. And to fight that toxicity, guess what the body does? It's beautiful structured system. The chromosomes of your body in the mitochondrial network start producing exosomes, uh, they exit the cell. They're cellular messengers. And it's these exosomes that the Rockefeller Foundation and the germ theory proponents want you to believe are invading viruses. They are not. They're one and the same thing. Exosomes are, are viruses. Viruses are exosomes. And you do not catch them. Your body produces them for a special reason to fight cellular toxicity. Folks. The SARS-CoV-2, this novel COVID-19 killer, simply cannot be spread by droplets. It's not patented for that. Yeah, yeah, SARS-CoV-2 is a patented biological weapon. I've got the patent right here. I'm looking at it. So why is it patented? If you can't spread it, if you can't put it in an aerosol, put it in a chemtrail, no, 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 it's not going to work. It's not designed to kill people that way, to cause problems in society that way. No, no. Read the patent. It's to be put into vaccines. Yeah, folks. Is to be placed in a vaccine. Now, the question simply is just like I told Calvin, my friend, listen, why have a patent for a vaccine if the, if the vaccine that's put out to solve it, if there's not in the blood of the people anyway, it's not causing widespread panic. You, you have to have a contrived, foul pandemic to make people believe it is and then roll up their sleeves and then have the real culprit, the real SARS-CoV-2 put into your bloodstream. And that's exactly what's happening. 
say, so what purpose? The Great Reset is what they call it, folks, the World Economic Forum. Yeah, it used to be called the Bilderberger Group, you know, the richest men in the world, the Jeff Bezos of the world, the Bill Gates of the world, the Michael Bloomberg's of the world. Yeah, 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 folks. It's a great reset. They've been planning it since at least 2010. See, they're, I don't have time on this show to talk about the eugenics of the Rockefeller Foundation. Adolf Hitler didn't invent the concept of eugenics. He just applied it based on his financial overlords who gave him the orders, the marching orders. The eugenics agenda goes all the way back to John D. himself and even before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your homework. Research it. You see, to control the world, just, you, you have to eliminate what they call useless eating genomes. Because, you see, in the age of the brave new world of transhumanism, they don't want inferior gene pools becoming robotic. They've got to eliminate those first. Oh, yeah, folks, you say, oh, Dr. Rod, you've lost me here. Really? Yeah, yeah, folks. It is really every bit that serious. I need to, now we're running out of time here, and I I need to share this with you and, and give you some numbers. The There's a great website called World Ometer, World Ometers. The website is www.worldometers.info, worldometers.info, period. They've had a whole section on their... It's, it's up to the minute, up to the second, actually. It's updated every time you, you blink your eyes on coronavirus cases. As of right now, this minute, 12.45 Utah time, coronavirus cases worldwide, 25,507,175, with 852,387 deaths, 17 Point eight million people recovered. 852,000 deaths. And then you go down and scroll down. This is uh, by 215 countries reporting. Top of the list, number one is the United States of America. Yes, with 6.1 million total cases and 187,410 deaths. I just told you. The CDC on their website let the cat out of the bag that, oh my goodness, these are way overreported. 94% are comorbidity deaths. People died, yes, with coronavirus because it's not SARS CoV 2, because there's no blood test that they even prove you've got it. You're taking a PCR test, right? And they're, they're telling you you've got coronavirus activity in your blood. Duh. Of course you have. 10% of the population on the average usually do, according to research at Johns Hopkins. Do the numbers. 187 times 0.94. Suddenly this thing doesn't seem nearly as serious, does it? But that's not the whole story. 852,387 deaths. You know, I've been a fan of worldometers.com. 
info for quite a few years. And because I, I mean, last year and the year before, 2019, 2018, the average death by seasonal influenza from January 1st to December 31st, averaged about 1.5 million. Yeah, yeah. We're on pace for that right now because, you see, you take the coronavirus death cases and then you go click on their main page and you see a little thing says seasonal flu deaths this year. Oh, my goodness, 325,000 seasonal flu deaths. This is absolutely incredibly low seasonal influenza deaths during the world omnibus. Well, wait, no, just add the 325,000 to the 800,000, you get 1.1 something million, and you're right online for last year's and the year before, and the year before that, seasonal influenza deaths through the end of August. Are you kidding me, folks? See, the numbers are, are, are so misrepresented because if they tell you a lie often enough and forcibly enough by the media organs, it doesn't matter what channel you choose, whether it's CNN or MSNBC or what have you, even public broadcasting, PBS, you can see the same story. It's all lockstep. And suddenly you're afraid of your own shadow. Oh, yeah, you're going to have your children go back to school this year and you're going to have them wear their masks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's got to have. Hey, little Susie, you're, you're going to kindergarten this year? Oh, it's okay, honey. We've got a little polka dot mask for you to match your little polka dot dress. And, and we, we're, going to, we're going to make it so that it's so fashionable. You're going to have your little backpack that's going to match you. You're going to be right in vogue, honey. You're going to be just fine. Here. This is mama's mask. I'm going to kiss you. Oh, not on the lips now. Just on the forehead because we don't want to pass germs. In Utah, folks, I don't know where it is in your neck of the woods, but in Utah, by order of the governor, get this, kids kindergarten through 12, they refuse to wear masks during the school and when they're on school grounds are going to be cited as a, with a misdemeanor. Yes, a criminal offense. Yeah, they're going to make criminals of our kids. I'm sorry, Governor Herbert of Utah. I'm sorry. I don't see you canceled the school season. You bought the school kids home because these are these kids are carriers. You know, my golly, how many school age kids, kindergarten through twelve, has been hospitalized in intensive care with this situation? None that I know of. How many kids have died? Uh, none that I know of. How many kids have been vaccinated with seasonal influenza last year? Not that many. So why cancel the schools? And why make our kids wear masks? ADD, ADHD. You know, this is tied into high sugar diets, folks. Mama's too busy, so she sends the kids off with this school full of a, a, a pocket full of candy bars and sugar smacks they have for breakfast. And their blood sugar is so spiked, they, they have soda pop in their backpacks. And these kids, you know, it's been proven sugar, sugar-enriched diet robs the blood of oxygen, drops it down 5 to 
and the blood that's robbed of oxygen means you can't concentrate as well. Uh, little Johnny, come and sit down. Sit down and listen. Oh, go see the school nurse then if you can't concentrate. They're going to diagnose you with ADD and give you some Ritalin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, don't you understand that masking these kids for six, seven hours a day will drop their blood oxygen more dramatically than a sugar high? Yeah, it's proven, folks. As little as 5% in the first hour, typically, with multiple hours dropping it down in 10 percentile. I can just imagine the challenge our teachers will face with a bunch of masked up kids, you know, zoning out. It's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster, ladies and gentlemen. Not that our public school system is anything to be bragging about to begin with. But all because, you see, of the media hype. And I'm saying this again. I said it before. I'll say it again. You cannot... You cannot catch a virus. It's not transmissible through the air. It simply is not. You can catch a bacterial infection, yes. And when you catch a bacterial infection, sniffle or whatever during the, during the, the season, your body will produce coronaviruses to, to basically protect yourself from the bacteria. And if you have no comorbidity factors, typically... Coronavirus production, a.k.a. exosomes in the cell, just means you're going to have a little symptomology, a little irritable, a little bit uh, tired and lethargic for about 10 days. And you're going to cough up a bunch of nasty stuff, expectorate, and hopefully, you know, the bacteria won't uh, progress into pneumonia, right? But make no mistake, folks, most of the time you're safe in 10 days. Just sit back. Enjoy the house cleaning that goes on. Seasonal influenza is just that, folks. It's house cleaning. Change in temperature, lengthening the days, triggers something typically in a lot of people, and they start having flu-like symptoms. They don't catch it from anybody. Oh, but Dr. Ott, little Johnny comes home from school, and suddenly everybody's got a sore throat and, and it's cut. Yeah, they very likely brought home a, a bacteria from the school. It's not a virus. Folks, you have something in your nose and in your throats and connected to your eyes it's called the cilia. It's just like a C-I-A, C-I-L-I-A, cilia. These are tiny microscopic hairs that vibrate up to 60 times a second. It is totally vibrating. What do they do? These vibrating cilia, you see, that's your frontline protection against viruses of other people. People produce viruses, and they, you know, they can spread them, sure, but you can't. A virus is so tiny; it's just gets shattered by the cilia. Okay, bacteria are living and breathing substances that can, in fact, overcome the cilia from line of defense, but viruses can't. I mean, I've, I've, I'm trained as a naturopath, and by the, some of the best people in Germany, folks. 
Virology 101, the study of viruses, and they're, in, they're, they're simply not transmissible. That's what I keep saying to our epidemiologists. Listen, show me any double-blind study, not, not a computer model put out by somebody in, in London, England somewhere with some CGI images. Show me any study that shows viruses are transmissible. And I'll buy you a steak dinner because, you know, hey, I've been doing this for 30 years. I have seen study after study trying to see how viruses can be transmissible. And they can't. They're not. I've seen, I have all these many, many double-blind objective studies showing that you can't catch a virus. But I, I, I could be missing something. Show me. I'm from Missouri. But until you can show me, don't tell me otherwise. Don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not born yesterday. And if you can't catch a transmissible virus, then where's it coming from? You see, exosomes is the answer. Exosomes. Doctor Hillbreath and his team in 1984. It shattered it. It shattered the whole the whole concept. You see, because viruses, he said, viruses and exosomes, especially the coronatype viruses, are one and the same. End of story. Poke a fork in it because the debate is done. Folks, we're about out of time. We're about done here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is incredibly important information. I would hope it is because it may save your company. It may save your loved one's life, it could save your, your little child's career in the school system. I mean, I, I just I hate to say it, folks, but, man, I bet there's going to be a whole lot of new kids diagnosed with ADD and ADHD. I, I just can see it right now. I bet they're just stocking up on more Ritalin to, to send home. Okay? Folks, Thanks for listening. If you go to the VIC um, Fellowship webpage, our shows, even this one, will be archived. You can listen to there. Just go on the vaccine.info. I'm sorry, vaccineinfo.org website. You see that there's a little boy flexing his muscles. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, under there, you can click on that. Uh, we're here on every Monday at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And if you have one for more for more information, go ahead and. There's a 1-800 number, 1-800-939-8227. Once again, 800-939-8227. Have any questions about the, today's show? You can also call April Renee on the voicemail. Her voicemail line, 862-800-6805. Once again, 862-800-6805. 6805. Leave your name, your question, and let them know that it's for our What in the Sale is Going On show. Again, we thank Progressive Radio Network PRN for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth and hopefully a, a dose of something that's so lacking in today's world, I submit. Simple common sense. Truth and common sense. Yah, bless everyone. God, Yah, same individual. That's who we do this for, folks. Because the Lord is truth. He is the truth, the way, and the life, the only way 
and truth is what it's all about. The other guy, I mean, the power of the prince of the air is the one who makes lies his refuge. We don't do that, folks. We just tell the truth. Yeah, my name really is True Ott. That is not a nickname. That's on my birth certificate, okay? I will tell you the truth as long as I have air to breathe. Thanks for listening. Be well. Be safe. Have a great day. 